official site fashion first we want to thank you and say we appreciate you for listening to our podcast prepare yourself for a high level conversation authentic and full of insight from young creatives and entrepreneurs be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and follow us on all social media platforms at official site fashion let's dive into it it's your boy zay and we back with another podcast and you know on who i'm with again it's your boy hassan welcome to opf media What's up, guys? It's your boy Zion back again with yet another episode of Official Society Fashion, Fashion, Financial Literacy, and Mindset Through the Lenses of Young Creators and Entrepreneurs. And today we got another dope creative and entrepreneur in the building. We're giving you guys some people y'all need to know about consistently. Like, if you don't know about these people, you need to get on Instagram, get on Google, do your searches, and find out where you can tap in with. Today we got Mr. Jerome Teasley, the owner of a black owned gym, I emphasize that, Hero Fitness. Here in Greenville, South Carolina. How you doing today, Mr. Jerome? Good, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Oh, most definitely. We want to thank you for coming on our platform, just being willing to be a part of this. We're really grateful for that and helping us like push our agenda, spread our message of like show, showcasing the entrepreneurs and stuff everybody don't know about yet. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. yeah so like, so like we said, we sent your gym, Hero Fitness. You got a beautiful facility here. So like, let's let's start from the beginning, Mr. Jerome. So. How did you even come into like the whole workout world, the fitness world? What, what made you even want to start in this space? So originally, um, I started because my mom passed. Mm. But I've been working out, fit, play sports, football, mm-hmm. track. Um, so I was pretty much fit myself. So I never really thought about, you know, I need to eat right and all that. So my mom, um, when she passed, she was on like 10 different medications. Wow. And she had, we don't even know if it was a stroke, I'm not a stroke, but a heart attack or an aneurysm. She had both, we don't know which one caused which. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but she was trying to walk, you know, by herself, whatever. Um, she'll walk the neighborhood. So then just one day I was watching TV and they was talking about eating right, the health benefits. You know, I'm in my twenties at this time. Mm-hmm. and. I still wasn't focused on eating right. Yeah. Wow. When I ate right, it was to have an advantage over my competitor. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's football, track, or whatever. Um, so then it just hit me one day. I'm working and I'm like, man, if she had been eating right, she might still would be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, <clears throat> I'm going to help people. And I thought about young people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, these old cats, you know, they ain't gonna change. You know, we all hate it. We all hate it, So I was gonna do athletic training and do go that way. So that's where hero come from. And I was going to put in them that the hero is in you. You don't have to look outside of yourself. Mm, I like that. So that's where hero come from. But then people my age at the time was um, asking me to train. I started in the park. Um, training young people, but then people ask me my age, like, can you help me lose weight? So I started, then they start dropping. Wow. And then word of my 
because the results came. Yeah, word of mouth. Like I have to this day and never advertised. Come train with me. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that speaks volumes. I yeah. probably have now at this time maybe twenty five clients. Wow. You know, and I never have advertised. All off a word of mouth. Word of mouth. You word said word a lot of significant things, Mr. Jerome. First thing you started with, like, the, uh, the thing with your mother, like, the way we eat, especially as black people. Like, one thing I came to notice, like, us black people say, man, diabetes running the family, mm. this and that running the family. It's the diet that runs in the family. Right. Exactly. Right. It's a, it, I, 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 we talk about this all the time. Like, this is my opinion. Tradition is not our friend, especially as black people. Right. We keep doing the same thing over and over again in terms of racism, in terms of health, yeah. in terms of finances, expecting different results. Right. Right. So like, uh, that that's just a realization. How do you feel about like the diet thing in the black community? Like we got these staple foods or this staple diet. We all try to stick to that soul food. So like, how do you feel about like us deriving from that and making better food choices? And like, as the first step is living healthier and living longer lives. Right. Yeah, I mean, you hit it on the head. It's tradition. Like we know what how grandma cook. We always <laughs> been at the grandma house. Oh, yeah. You know we love it. You know and it tastes good. But the thing is with blacks, like we can change our whole diet. We created the 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 way we eat now, and you made it taste good. Yeah. So we so creative that we can they can give us macaroni and eggs and make it a pie. You know mm-hmm. like that's how creative we are. We got mm-hmm. slops from the leftovers from just from slavery and made all these dishes. So now all we have to do is do the same thing with good food. Right. You know, we so creative that we can make it taste good Mm -hmm. and it still can be healthy. And that's the thing, because y'all touched on on, on like some good points and I wanted to put up, you know, like some data like African Americans, we lead thirty percent in heart disease and thirty percent in cancer. And I never forget when the vaccine came out, yeah, let me go ahead and get like the vaccine. But that doesn't make you healthy though. You going into the gym and working on your body because your body is your temple. That's right. what makes you healthy. On top of that, plus eating. So can you just like emphasize like the importance of doing like the exercises on top of that eating right though? Yeah, I got one more thing to add. Can you talk about how the body is built because biologically it's built to replenish itself. So like in a way, it's a lot of things we don't need to depend on. So I was mm-hmm. wondering if you could kind of add that into your explanation. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So. Like you said, the body is it, it replenishes itself every single day. Yes. You if we can eat junk for years and still be here and still be healthy. I got it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if we can do that, that just tells you how amazing the body is. <clears throat> we don't need the drugs. You know, I, I'm not knocking doctors or anything like that because at times we're gonna need them. Most of them. Um but what they try to put in our head with the vaccines, uh, high blood pressure pills, you may need it, but get off of it. Mm-hmm. Get off of it with how you eat. And like I said, the body's meant to move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are here to move. We're not here to be stationary. You find somebody who's stationary, they back hurting, their knees hurting. Like, everything is hurting on them just because they're sitting at a desk all day and not mm-hmm. getting up moving intentionally, mm-hmm. you know, doing something. But yeah, so it is. It's made to replenish itself. Definitely, and I got another question. Um, you uh, well before when we uh started before we started recording, we kind of talked about uh, 
our mental health a little bit. We didn't deliberately say that's what the conversation was about. We was going down that road. And so I want to ask, like, how do you think uh, physical health coexists with spiritual health and mental health and emotional health? Well, it's, it's all tied together. Like, there's no way you can be physically fit without being fit mentally. Mm. Like, even if you just want to look a certain way, you have to see it. You have to be mm. mentally there mm. before you even get there. And then just working out itself, whether you're doing boxing, whether you're riding bikes, whether you're doing push-ups, running heels or whatever, it's going to release so much stress. And we have to relieve stress. And that's going to help our mental health. Just that alone is going to be big. And then eating right as well is going to help our mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not one one thing like just exercise and still eat junk. Right. Now, I mean, you know, they say you are what you eat. And you pretty much, that's yeah. pretty much true. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you eat junk, you're going to feel like junk. Most definitely. Yeah. So, we talk, so you're talking about transforming people's lives. And we just did a podcast with DJ Boston not too long ago. Yeah. And he is a professional bodybuilder. He did do a show. But you is his trainer. And he came back home with some medals. Yeah. And so how does that feel for you? Like, man, I trained him and I got him to where he wanted to be. Because before, he wasn't where he wanted to be. Mm -hmm. young, young, you know? So how does that feel for you to inspire people that have a goal and that have a dream and you're a part of it? Man, that that's better than the money. Right, mm, yes. Like the impact, I'm more focused on impact when it comes to health and fitness than I am monetary. Like to see um, someone come in a certain way, I'm tell you, I look at myself as an artist when it comes to the body. <laughs> like I'm serious, like, I, I feel like sure. this is my canvas. I'm gonna chip away, mm -hmm. I'm gonna make this look like this, this look like that. And then that's how I see myself. I don't see myself as a personal trainer. I'm a fitness specialist, one, that's one. But I'm an artist, man. Like, you come in here, I can, I'm gonna change your body. Mm -hmm. If you stay with it, you listen to me, I'm gonna change your body, and I don't care who it is. That's significant. I got, I was finna say, I got a question about that artist um, philosophy you got, because I understand you got to know the different parts of the body. You got to know what tools work out the different parts of the body. So would you say that you have to um, become specialized in your certain field as far as like knowing those nuances in order to even get to the level of being an artist? Or can you be an artist first and then, you know what I'm saying, just call yourself an artist, really? No, no, no. I mean, I do think I have a gift to um, basically like make people believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's the biggest part of sculpting somebody's body. Make them believe that it's possible. Mm -hmm. But you gotta you gotta study your craft. And mm -hmm. like today I just ordered this book, eight hundred pages, um, just on muscle, the body, how to grow it, everything. And I'm gonna take that book and do it like a class. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep studying. I've been doing this um, going into the twelfth year. Um, I've been doing 11 years, but I'm studying every single day, every night. I'm still studying. Listen uh, to that, y'all. Study yeah. your craft. Do not let up. Study your craft every single day. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going. I was going to pitch off, like, the artist thing as well, because, like, it's something I'm starting to realize. Like, once you find your thing in this world, you don't have to overcomplicate it. Like you said, I'm not a personal trainer, quote, unquote. I'm an artist. I sculpt people. I like to think of myself as, like, a designer, curator, how I bring things together, but... How, how significant was it for you when you find out, like, this is my thing or this is my purpose, this is what I'm put here to do? 
Like, what was that defining moment when you was like, I'm gonna stick with this and I'm gonna ride it out. It's not about the money anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just about this what fulfills me. I'm gonna be honest, bro. I love black people. Mm -hmm. You know? That's so healthy. So, this is my vehicle to help us mm -hmm. as a people. <clears throat> of course, I train anyone, but I love black people and I love helping us. And so, like I said a while ago, the impact, the impact. And when I got that moment where I seen the first lady I trained and she transformed and how it made her feel. She got started getting raises at a job. Mm. Um, people that come train with me, they start being entrepreneurs. Mm. So it's the impact of me transforming their body that, that keeps me going. And once I seen that, that's what that's what did it. That mm, okay. I'm, I'm in the right place. That's what's up. I know that's, that make your heart feel so warm. Yeah. I done had a couple moments like that. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I want to ask you, so, you know, most personal trainers, I mean, they start out with, you know, like, they start out in somebody else's gym. But, man, you got your own kingdom, man. You know, you got your own domain. So, if somebody wants to open up their own gym, like, what is the basis on what they should do and how they can get into, like, them doors? So, <laughs> I didn't do what I should do. Okay. <laughs> okay. I learned the hard way. Um, so, and I don't regret it. Mm -hmm. So, what I did, I opened during the pandemic. Okay. Really with no money, you know, saved up. You know, I just been doing it. Okay. And I just jumped, man. And I know that's so cliche, but that's what I did. I opened during the pandemic. You know, right in June, right when things start opening back up, people still scared to come. Um, but to do what you should do, then what you should do, save up your money, have enough money for bills for, for the year, um, you know, and go that route. You know, get your, make sure your credit straight and all that is what you should do. But you got to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. You gotta do it. If you fail, so what? Yeah. You hit yeah. one time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. You hit one time. So if you fail, so what? Like if somebody yeah. talk about you, they gonna talk about you for a day. Yeah. They can go to sleep. They gonna think about you no more. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> so just do it. Yeah. yeah. This is wrong. Really, just said something significant. If you're listening, like you don't have to have everything figured out in order to do what you want. Extreme. Just start and you'll be surprised when you end up. Me and Zay start recording my Toyota Camry with the phone <laughs> on the dashboard. Yep. And, and we we in business is recording people now. Wow. So just start. That, that That's like the main emphasis. That's what I tell everybody. They go, like, I want to do this and this, but I don't know how to do it. Or I want to start a podcast. But just tell me what to do, bro. Just start recording yourself. Exactly. That's all you got to do. Just start recording phone. Start <laughs> doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. You'll be surprised when you end up. Because once you're immersed in it, like you said, you're going to order books. You're going to go meet people. You're going to just learn everything about your craft. Like, the more you learn, the more you do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I seen this post, and one dude said, man, it's all about a mindset. If you say it's going to take you three hours to clean your room, then, you know, it's going to take you three hours. But if you say it's, it's going to take you 30 minutes, you're going to get it done in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. And something to piggyback off of that too is like you uh, agitation promotes growth. So don't think of agitation or irritation as something bad or negative. Like just understand you got to go through that in order to get better or in order to move on. And like that, that's 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 what jumping in it is because you're gonna be agitated just jumping in something without all the resources. But that's the only way you could go up. Yeah, and that's that's the same way with gym. You know, if you're trying to develop muscle. It's the stress. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. the damage that you do to the muscle. Exactly. You know, it's the tension that's on the muscle that's going to make it grow. Exactly. So it's the same thing with business, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah. And then one thing you mentioned earlier, which was significant, I think, is that you build, you build like, your reputation of Hero Fitness sincerely off word of mouth. And, like, one thing me and Zay learned when we was reading books while we was in the midst of trying to find out how to get our podcast started, we read this book called Contagious, like, Why Things Catch On. And it said, like, word of mouth is the most powerful form of marketing. Mm-hmm. Because if I know you and you trust me, you think I'm trustworthy. If I tell you about Hero Fitness, you know, it's something to really consider because I trust them. Yeah. So like over over your years of business, like why why do you think word of mouth is so important and like why have you never tried to like emphasize I'm pretty sure you have tried like the social media route now in this day and time, but why do you think word of mouth is is the most important? And like now in the era we're going in, do you think it's gonna become less important or social media is gonna overtake that? Yeah, it will never be less important. Even I'm not on social media like I should be. Mm-hmm. I'm really just starting this year to try to post every day. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, and then I still just post my clients. But word of mouth is always going to be king. Always going to be king. Even if you're doing social media, you're going to show receipts of somebody that got the results that they're trying to get. Right. So it's still going to be word of mouth. They're still trusting that other person to get to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be somebody else that they trust. So before they trust you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's just the way, if they don't know you, it's easy. Like you just said, it's easy to trust the person that they know. And then they're like, okay, I can, yeah. I, if he or she can do it, they say they good, then I'll go. And honestly, like word of mouth just become way more expensive now because we got social media and the phones now. Like I could, you know what I'm saying, shoot somebody a DM of a picture you posted and be like, oh, I want my body to look like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you said you want your body to look like that too. Like, let's go to one of his classes. You know what I'm saying? Like, before the phones and stuff, you just had to see your homeboy at the grocery store and be like, hey, I'm, you feel me? I, I went to this new gym, you should try it out. But like now, uh, everything is a little bit more instantaneous and concise. And so that, that make it uh, more impactful. Yeah, I agree. So how do you feel, you know, I like the new year because I'm going to go to the gym and get right. So how do you feel when, when people start to say, I'm going to go to the gym, but then they don't be consistent with it? Because I know you don't have like new clients. Oh, yeah, Jerome, like, let's get right. Then you won't see them like two months later. Then they get to procrastinate. You know, man, I'm, I'm blessed. Yeah. Because I don't have that problem. What? They come, when they come to me, they pretty much stay. Mm, I like that. They pretty much stay. Um, and, and if they leave, I put it on me. Like, okay, mm-hmm. what what didn't I do to make them stay? Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes I call, like, you know, how's it going? Is there anything that um, I missed? You know, what what were you getting? And then a lot of times they'll be like, well, it's finance, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But they pretty much stay. Now, the gyms itself, they normally get packed in January. You know, oh, yeah. they, mm-hmm. they, they, they're thin out. But um, from my experience, um, if it do be a slow time, and it don't be my clients, but for its membership, they don't come in January, beginning of January. They come now, like two weeks, three weeks in January, they, they trying to get a summer body. Most definitely. And uh, let me ask you this, Mr. Jerome. What do you think it is about yourself that makes people want to stay or just keep coming back consistently? I think it's, um, I do it out of love, man. You know, mm-hmm. love is 
powerful, man. That's so like, important. I, I do everything. When they come in here, they know I genuinely care about them. Mm-hmm. If they have a, a death in the family, uh, and if I can, more likely I'm at the going to their house, or it may even go to the funeral, you know, but they know that they don't just have a person trying to call, that's not what I am. You know, I'm a fitness specialist. <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, like love, man, I think that's that's the key. Man, that's significant, because I was reading this book this week called The Magic of Thinking Big. It was Great, like, bro. people, people, uh, people, like the most money hungry people don't never get the money, right? Mm-hmm. Because they be so focused on money, they forget that money is just a byproduct of service. Like, you have to serve people and, like, genuinely want to help people advance. And then, like, money is just a byproduct of that. Yeah. But a lot of us get caught up, man, I need money, man. I need to chase the bag, this yeah. and that, this and that. But who are you helping? But, like, yeah. what, what impact do you have? Right. Because with the impact comes comes the monetary gains and all the yeah. other other advantages of, like, owning something like this or doing something like we're doing. I feel like that's something a lot more people have to realize. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy that you said that because I see a post by Andre Hatchett and he said, because if you need more money, they have a need based business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a need based business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most definitely. So, do you think uh, a gym is a need based business? Definitely. Definitely. It's definitely a need based. Like, some people can work out at home, but a lot of people got to get in the environment. Mm-hmm. And that's how a gym really creates, of course, the machines and the equipment. But it's more so the environment. Um, if you find the right gym for you, then it's because of the environment. It's not necessarily because of the equipment. Because honestly, like, it's a whole lot more equipment that I want and going to have. But the environment is what keeps people here. Like, they know when they come, they come into work. You know, they, they come into grind. And so it's definitely need based. And it's stress relief. And what I think is, like, when I first time come here, man, it's the culture. Like, when I first had came in, man, you had the music jumping. You know, you had Tony with the um, dance, you know, you know, with, like, the Zoom, like, like the Zumba, like, just exercises. Like, the whole, I feel like the black culture, like, man, I feel like the black love, it, you know, because it's like I'm in Georgia. And it's like, Georgia is nothing but black people, but, right, right. but it's like the love that brings us, like, you know, like, together. So, the exactly, yeah. the whole, like, just atmosphere. So what I want to say is like, what is your end goal for like Hero Fitness? Like, where do you want it to be in the next, let's say, ten years or so? Well, it's definitely gonna be a franchise. Tell me. Um, I want to be, I want to have like a main gym, like a big gym in different cities. Mm-hmm. But then I want to have hubs, like smaller gyms in different parts of the city. Okay. Mm-hmm. But one main, well, once they join that main gym. If they on this side of town, they can stop at that hub. They don't have to pay nothing extra. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's my goal. Okay, so oh, yeah. and it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah most yeah. definitely. And and then I, I wanted to uh, kind of touch on that creativity piece um, that you were talking about earlier again. Because I think that's uh, something significant about your gym in particular is like you a black man and you got the genuine love for black people. And so that kind of pours out into the atmosphere like you were saying. So like you create this uh, like this sense of humanity in here where like people don't want to leave because they feel like a human being. They don't just feel like another number mm-hmm. in the system where they come mm-hmm. swipe their card and get on the treadmill, you know. <laughs> So it's like I I I I, um, I like that because I you emph- emphasized the creativity earlier, but like creativity is so multifaceted, it's so versatile, 
and you create the atmosphere in here. Like right. it's not just something that that was here. It's right, here because right. you here. Right. And what I love is, man. Even if it's like, I train a lot of people, but it's, even if it's not my clients, I love when people come in, see somebody they ain't seen in a long time, yeah. and embracing each other, mm. seeing two sisters. Um, not physical, but two black women embracing each other out of love, hey, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, that do, does me good, man. Like, that's everything. Like, yeah. just the connection, connecting with each other. And then we doing something healthy, you know, doing something good for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. That humanity is so important to maintain throughout business and like just getting into enterprise and stuff though, because that's what's gonna make people stay, like how you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like the connections. Um like I have um a lady who owns Sheen magazine. Mm. She uh, work out here. Um, so just by her working out here, she she done connect with so other so many other people that's doing something. Oh, I want to do an interview on you. Mm-hmm. You know, just the connection that's going on here. Um, Dennis, lady who own a dentist office, and it, it's just crazy, man. Like y'all really seen everything? All the connections that goes on, like the people that's connecting with each other, and it's black people doing it. Like yeah. we got some people here, man. Yeah. You, like that's one thing I actually tweeted this last night. Uh, relationships are worth more than money, and if you don't think so, you just hang around the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Because, because like that's if you, it's just like you can't put a price tag on certain things. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the feeling you're talking about, or I know so and so that does this, so we don't gotta go mm-hmm. go from this jump or figure out from scratch how we need to get this done. Right. Like that's that's the beauty part. That's the cheat code about life. I feel like, yep. and just having those relationships and yep. like the ones you can make last. Mm. And then I remember that we talked about that one of these days you wanted to make this become like a networking mm. like like event. So is that still in your plans though? Oh yeah, definitely. So my my other goal for fitness. So I have a I already got it logo and everything. Yeah. It's called Fit for Business. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually come from a Lil Wayne song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Nah, that make it even better. Exactly. <laughs> I love hip hop. I love yeah. hip hop. <laughs> um, but it's called Fit for Business, and I want to bring different entrepreneurs in, especially black entrepreneurs in to network, man, like to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Not I, I've been to a lot of networking events. Where it's just like, you hear, they just worry about you getting their cards. They're not really interested in what you got to say. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like that. So I don't go with those no more. But um, I want a different, like, we got a group now, a group of guys and a few ladies. We all went to the bank together. Mm-hmm. And they sat down. We asked them, okay, teach us um, about banking and why we should join your bank. And they did it. They put us all in the conference room, gave us books and everything. So that's kind of the thing that I want with Fit for Business, you know, so just the networking. Group economics. Yeah, no, not even good. trying to get money, like join my network and pay this membership. Maybe in the future, I don't know, but that's not my goal. It's, it's to link up people. Mm-hmm. Man, it's value. Educate, value. educate. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah education. Because we don't know. And yeah. we don't know what we don't know. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. the whole exactly. thing. We so oblivious. And that's why we've been so behind. Because it's not like we got we don't have access to the things that other people may have access to. We just mm-hmm. don't got access to the information. 
Like, the, you know, the machines, the hardware is there, but we don't know how to use it. We don't know why it's important. And that's what's, that's what's really important for us. Yeah, yeah. But it's changing. Yeah. We, 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 we getting out there now. Yeah. It's yeah, changing. it's changing drastically because, like, things we doing, what you doing, yeah. it's like creating a space where it's like, I need to know these people or know someone who knows of these people because if we can listen to this podcast, go to the gym, you never know who you might hear yeah. or who you might meet because, like I said, it's all about the relationships and it's like, yeah. I feel like and the ones you can keep. But I wanted to ask you this, Mr. Jerome, what makes or breaks a good gym, in your opinion? Mm. Definitely, in my opinion, what makes it is the love. Mm. It's the love of the gym. You, you can have a gym, successful gym, like I've been in gyms that's very successful. But you know, you just there to get your work out. You ain't think about nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they, they successful, so, but for me, what's gonna make mine, it's the love, what's gonna break it, if I don't show it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's important. Um, I, I gotta add something, cause like I'm into combat and stuff like that. And I wanna know like what you think about combat as a form of exercise and like how it may be or may not be beneficial to our community. And like, do you dabble in it personally? I don't um, dabble in it myself, but what I think about it is, yeah, man, I think that's great. Like. One, I love boxing. I know you make me think like karate or any anything. I mean, boxing, karate, jujitsu, taekwondo, whatever. I love it. I love it. And then, yeah, it's definitely beneficial. We have a um, guy here. His name Brandon. He used to box, and that's what he teach. He Mm. teach boxing classes. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's what's up. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's important for our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I got another thing I think is important for our community because, like you said, it's significant earlier. You was like using your twenties when you had it done. When I need to start taking care of my body and working out. Mm -hmm. I'm in my twenties now, and I play sports all through high school, so it makes it easier for me to get up and go work out. How do you think? Like, what do you think parents should do to like implement working out in their children's lives? Because it's easier for me to get up and go work out. Because I know what it's like to be in that intense football workout. Right, right. And you can't put the weight down. Right. But if you never worked out before and you can throw into, like, a gym, they be like, man, you need to you need to do something. It's going to be hard to first find that consistency or the motivation to even come here. Right, right. But you don't even know the benefits of working out because you never did it before. So, like, what do you think parents should do to change that narrative, especially in our, in our community and just, like, in general to ingrain – Health, physical fitness into children. I think um, I think the biggest thing that happened with our community is when they took sports out of the community. Mm. Um, like it used to, how it used to be, used to be um, a football team over here, a football team over here, soccer, not not so much soccer, but baseball or whatever. I think sports is a great way, but if it's not sports, you got to get out there with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get out there. Hey, let's go ride a bike. Let's go do this, you know, but it's got to be outside. You know, yeah. you got to do something. And yeah. it, they don't have to come into the gym. There's so much you can do outside that you don't have to be in the gym to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think they just have to get them outside. And they have to, maybe they have to go out there with them. No, definitely. Do you think it's dangerous, like, how everything is going towards, like, a more digital age? Like, kids are being raised by tablets these days. Like, they're not going outside no more. So, like, what's your opinion on that? Everything becoming more digital and people coming outside less, say coming to the gym less, they got Pelotons and stuff like that. <laughs> so like what's your opinion on, on the digital age and stuff like that? I love the digital age. I, I don't I don't have no negative thoughts of it when I think of it. Yes sir. Although it, there are some negatives, um, because 
a lot of young people don't do anything because of it. And I had to get on my 13-year-old, like, hey, we're going to have to do something, yeah. you know, if you because she's here with me all the time. So I'm like, okay, you have to walk on the treadmill, do step master. You know, we'll start there. Um, I just had a conversation with her this weekend. So, um, but the digital age, God, man, it's like the community that um, I'm about to build is going to be digital. So it's, it's a lot of things we can do digitally as well. And if somebody come out, this is not for me, but if somebody come out just with a kids-friendly digital program, man, it could be huge, mm. huge impact. So if there's any trainers out there, do it. Yeah, me, I want to touch on like patience. So you've been doing this for a while, and you've been doing this over a decade now. And sometimes us entrepreneurs, like, we get impatient. We want the instant gratification. And we started talking about how money is not everything. So how was you able to stay patient throughout all the trials and the tribulations? How was you over, how, like, how was you able to overcome your lows? Well, it's, it's the same way I overcome them now. Like, I still have them. Mm-hmm. But the best way to come overcome them for me is you got to love what you're doing. Like, and then you got to mm-hmm. look at the end goal, like, is go back to impact. If you just go to, if it's just monetary and you hit a low, then you're like, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, this is not it. But if you love what you're doing and you have a goal to impact whatever community that you're doing it for, then you'll stay in it. Yeah. You know, you, you, you'll take on the headaches. You'll take on the, you know, the down feelings and all that. You'll take all that on, but if you don't have that, then yeah, you're gonna bounce. Most definitely, because I know that me and DJ, like we had first met, and he said, don't worry about time, because when you have a foundation, time will start to go by faster, but when you just don't got no foundation, and you're not loving on what you're doing, time will be dragging all throughout the years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's crazy how you said me started when you was 20, and then it took you 20 years to open up this, so it's just like time is, you know, yeah. went by so fast. Yeah. So fast. Fast as hell. So do you think it's important like to have that foundation, not even as a black man, but as an entrepreneur in general? Definitely. I'm gonna tell you, man, um what really taught me is when I did my first bodybuilder show. Mm-hmm. It's so much in that, so spiritual, so it's so much growth that you get from doing on doing a show because of the eating, like, is very detailed, very meticulous. Um, the workouts, the sleep, the thinking, all of that just to get on stage for like 10 minutes. 10 minutes, baby. You wow. gotta push yourself into yeah. a deep meditative state. Right. Like, cause that, and you gotta push your body through intense, uh, just training. Yep. Pretty much yep. every aspect, though, spiritual, mental, like, so I, I, f- I feel like that's a meditative state you put yourself in for, like, what, like a month or two months yeah, when you prepare? Yeah. Three months when yeah. you preparing, you're in a deep meditative state for three months. Yeah. That's important. And that's three months if you're close to being ready. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not even close, it's longer. That's crazy. Yeah, y'all got anything else? Man, that's it. Mm. I feel like we dropped a lot of gems on this yeah, one. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. definitely. Owner of Hero Fitness, here in Greenville, South Carolina. So you here in
tap in, get your fitness needs met, mm-hmm. get your body sculpted yes, for the sir. new year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, y'all got anything y'all want to leave the people with? Man, um, y'all tap into the gym and man, just thank you guys for listening. And Jerome, thank you for thank being you. on this podcast. Like when I yes, first sir. met you, man, we started making like this connection, like this instant. So just thank you for being on this platform. A message I want to pass on, something that's been sitting heavy on my heart today is just have faith in yourself and have faith in your process because everything you want to happen is going to happen. A lot of that stuff been happening for me, but it just ain't been coming out the way I thought it was going to come out. You know what I'm saying? So the universe got you. It may not look like how you want it to look, but it's going to happen. So just maintain faith. Yeah. Most oh, definitely, Mr. Drunk. You got the address for them, so they can type it in at Google Maps to know where to come. Yeah. So you in Greenville? It's 62 East Antrim Drive, Greenville, South Carolina. Or you can find me on Instagram at Hero Body Creator. Facebook is just Jerome Teaser. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Business like fashion, fashion, financial literacy, and mindset through the lenses of creators and entrepreneurs. Yet again, bring to you another dope creative and entrepreneur. Thank you guys for listening. Always something new on the way. Official side of fashion.